3: All right, we're a little behind here, so let's get right into this. After a bit of a slow start, uh, we'll start with P tier After a bit of a slow start with a bad loss to Toronto in their opening game and a massive blown lead to Atlanta, the Wolves seem to have gotten their feet under them at least a little bit with some major wins over the Nuggets and really beating down the Jazz. The most telling stat, though, so far this season, I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, last year the Wolves held their opponents to under 100 points four times all season long. Mm -hmm. So far this year, Four times in five games under 100 points. Uh, A lot of that, though, has to do with a resurgent Rudy Gobert in the center of that defense. He's really cemented himself at this point as a Defensive Player of the Year candidate if he can continue the way that he is playing. After four games? Sorry, (laughs) go ahead. Five games, five games. Five games, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Yeah, no, he's been... That good, he has been the best net defensive player in the NBA over five games. Yes, I understand it's five games, but he has been far and away the best defensive player in the sport, uh, which is what you expected when you traded for him. And so my question is... In regards to that trade, what does Rudy need to do this season for you to look at that trade and maybe say, you know what, maybe a 2027 first isn't that good. You know what, Walker Kessler isn't actually playing that well right now. Uh, what, What does Rudy need to do? Does he need to win that defensive player of the year? Does he need to help lead this team on a long playoff run? What does that look like?
4: that's what it is to me he needs to lead them on the playoff hunt and i think the levels he's playing at right now rudy is looks outstanding and Mm -hmm. and that's the rudy that we wanted we don't need rudy to score a lot of points he scores 10 11 points great but he we need him for the rebounds and the the points will come from other people and and i'll tell you i think we're already seeing a little bit of that with big cat uh it gives cat a little bit more flexibility on the outside which is where he wants to be but Let's be honest, guys. The defensive side of the Timberwolves so far has been shut down. Now it's yeah. four or five games in, so we'll see how that goes. And the one team that we've got to beat at some point in time is the Nuggets. Well, they had 110, so that's one of those things where at some point we've got to show that we're going to close that gap with Denver. Not not necessarily you know, take games from them even, but let's get that gap a little bit closer than what it is right now, which is about a 20-point gap when we play against them.
3: Well, they just beat Denver a couple days ago pretty pretty good it was not yeah. that close they blew him out uh yep. showing that Jokic can get uh yeah. Jokic still had a very good game he's still incredible but they yeah, shut him did. down enough
0: uh I think it's consistency um and and that's I mean that's what we said right I think as long as Rudy can lock down the inside watching the game last night he just it's really hard to out rebound him I mean he just soars uh as long as they can do that I think then it comes down to the transition defense still isn't great I mean, let's be honest. like I, watching that game last night, a lot of Utah's uh, points, especially like in that second quarter, uh, came off that transition. They're still giving up that long three. But I mean, this defense, that's what they do, right? If you're going to beat them, you're going to beat them with a long three, but you're not going to beat them inside because that's where Rudy or Big Cat. Or, or Nas Reed. Uh, Nas uh, Reed. God, good
3: yeah. call. Yeah, I love that kid. <laughs> I want to talk about Nas Reed with Chris Hine when he joins yeah. us in the next hour. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, one reason they are not, they haven't maybe been able to close out on those outside shooters, Jaden McDaniels has been getting in trouble early with yep. fouls. So if he's out there, he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA, if not the best perimeter defender. So th- there's even room for improvement, even with how well this defense has mm-hmm. been playing. All right. Number two here over to you dave congratulations to the texas rangers on winning their first ever world series that ends the longest streak of one franchise not winning a championship in the four major sports the new holder of that record the minnesota vikings of course <laughs> oh, God. the longest uh, original franchise to not win a championship Mm. but back to baseball here free agents are now free from their previous teams in the offseason that has officially started uh technically i believe they can start signing tomorrow i think is day one of when they can negotiate and they can sign and they can trade and all of those things what should the twins goals be for this offseason what is maybe one position or one place where you want them to really hone in on and then as just a fun little side fact it's before free agency so who the heck knows but make your pick. Who's winning the 2024 World Series? Oh my gosh! The 2024, <laughs> 2024 World Series. One year from now, who is bringing home the trophy? Oh boy!
0: Oh, I'll say Philly. Uh, I, I still think that they they came on pretty good in the end. But it was it was. Uh, I'll I'll pick them next year because it it doesn't matter at this point. But um, I think for the Twins, it it's what it always is. They they just need. I would like to see. Probably better pitching now. Whether whether that's another starter because they're they're probably going to lose. Uh, we know that they're going to lose some starters. Um, I would like to see them add another starting pitcher. That's but I mean literally every team in Major League Baseball would yeah. like to add <laughs> another starting pitcher, right? The bullpen at times uh, needed some help, so I think I, I'd like to see that. I center field's going to be interesting to see what happens because I think Michael A. Taylor is a um, He's a free agent. Yep, we don't know. Gone. We don't know what Buxton's going to be, and I hate to say that because at this point he's what thirty something. We just we don't know what he's going to come back to, and without a viable option for Buxton, I get that that worries me because we don't know what he is, and and every year it seems like this is the year for Buxton, and then something happens. So in my mind, it, it's starting pitching one it's bullpen two it's someone to make a, a safety insurance policy for byron buxton three
4: i think what we need to do is uh, and i'm not even joking about this but we've got to figure out which do we go for something big finally do we ever actually cross over that line guys where we we, we go big do we go for an otani i know he's going to be out next year at least from from some of his duties, but. There's the possibility of him being on the field, maybe. Yamamoto's another guy who's been pretty outstanding. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, can we go somewhere and get something that's a big splash? Because we don't get that many big splashes in Minnesota. Once I in a mean, while, we get it, right? We we do a big trade, and then everybody complains about the trade. But uh, if you if you go big, uh, you got to go big or go home. And I think that the Twins are in a great spot right now with the core that they've got to maybe find something that they're missing. And if they could do that... I think with a big splash, that would be awesome. I think we'd have people in that stadium that would be filling it up every single night.
3: I mean I, I don't know what else is a big splash other than, you know, Carlos Correa and trading the reigning batting champion for for a number one A starter. They they made those two moves both last year. Those were yep. pretty pretty massive splashes. I, you can call me a Twins apologist if you'd like, but I, it this class of free agents doesn't entice me to the top of it. Shohei doesn't it just it's not going to happen. It doesn't make sense. They Well, no, to outbid LA and the rest. Right, that's uh, just it. Uh, You're- they're you're good. swimming in shark-infested waters with big
0: sharks, and you are not. Uh, listen.
4: Why can't sh- we be a big shark, guys? I want to yeah. be the big shark. That's what because I'm saying. <laughs> I, listen,
0: I do too, but you you can't outbid the Mets, the Giants, the Dodgers, the Angels, the Yankees, the Reds. I mean, you just, you just can't. It's not possible, especially not with what they're dealing with. Uh, but I will say this. If there was ever a time to make a massive push, mm-hmm. I think for, for Thad Levine and Derek Falvey, this is it. They they are not going to have a lot. They don't have a five year runway here to turn this thing around. In, in yeah. my mind, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's just. I think there's a sense of urgency in the next year or two for this franchise. Yeah.
3: And I mean, I my point is, I think that that would come via trade versus via free agency. The free agent crop, the top of it is so high, and the rest is eh, not. Yeah. It doesn't exactly excite you. All right, let's go number three here. Let's uh, speed it up. We're running a little behind. But 34 years ago today, fellas, you know what's coming? We heard a legendary, legendary rant. And I can only play you the radio-friendly version, of course. But here it is. Oh, God. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs)
1: And it goes on like that, and you know it does. You know
3: the clip. You know the Bernsey rant by heart by now, I'd imagine. Pete, what's your favorite coach rant breakdown of all time?
4: It absolutely is that one. I played for Jerry Burns. I thought he was the the greatest coach. I loved his approach. I loved everything about the guy, the way he, he'd walk through all of us as we're stretching on the ground. And he'd ask us if we want to stick a gum and just kind of walked around like he wasn't even really a part of it. He was just a guy there that was there to entertain us. But he was he was so fun and so motivating and so smart and how he said things it was and that's why bud grant backed him up so much you know into the future about he should have been the head coach they didn't do the right thing and then they finally did the right thing and made him the head coach jerry burns all time uh, that and, and and let's be honest uh we've had uh other coaches that yes, have been have. pretty phenomenal one that went to arizona made it pretty fun <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. We are who we thought they were, and all that kind <laughs> Those were oh, yeah. great. I right. have a,
0: I have a strong number one for this, and and I, it's always been my favorite one. It's not Jim Mora on playoffs, so that was great too. Jenny, do you guys remember Mike Gundy when he yes. was the coach? And I believe 40. it was, it was Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. I'm a man. I'm forty. Come pick on me. <laughs> Don't pick on the him. Glasses. He's just a kid. It's the best one and and now I'm I'm fo- I turned uh, I think I turned 45 this year I'm 44 now. i so desperately for my 40th birthday I begged my wife I said can I recreate that for social media and she said no. But I I that to me that was my all-time favorite. I love it because he went to you know he he put himself out there for his kid. But it was just such a great rant. It was and it was what he th- I mean you you know that he rehearsed that in the mirror before going out to press availability that day. You just know. By the way,
4: Charlie, uh, you missed out on one great thing. Mike Leach almost was the coach at the University of Minnesota, and that guy was a, quote, machine.
3: (laughs) Oh, yes, he was. How many coaches have almost been the coach at the University of Minnesota? I mean – (laughs) <laughs> you know, Woodson, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I went out to UCLA, the whole snowstorm story. There, there's so many that's, oh, we were almost there, and they almost just never, had them. Almost had Yeah, never oh, was for the snowstorm. All right, quick last one here, fellas. Legendary basketball coach Bob Knight passed away this week at the age of 83. Yep. Knight, well-known for his somewhat hot-headedness, but as well as his rabid passion for his players and advocacy for them, had a, you know, a... a up and down legacy i guess you could say many 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 loved bob knight uh and uh and yeah uh so my question for you who's your favorite coach growing up who is who is the person that that you really look at as as that coach it could be little league it could be you know you know for pete you could be all the way to professional you could say bernsey but who's who's your favorite coach is this well, me first, or is this? Oh, go, go ahead, ahead Dave. Dave. Go ahead,
4: Dave.
0: Go ahead. I, I yeah. so I had a great coach. Uh, he was he was my pop Warner and middle school football coach. Um, his name was Roy Dale. He's fantastic, and he just had this way of getting everybody. He's so pumped up, uh, and and what I loved about him is that whether you were the top guy on the team or you were a third string bench warmer, <clears throat> me, um, <laughs> he still he cared about you. And he found ways to, to motivate you. And I will tell you, as it, I'm a youth hockey coach now, I absolutely copied every play of his playbook.
4: I would say uh, Jerry Burns, unbelievable and entertaining and all the, the all the great things that go along with him. But Coach Lou Holtz, there is nobody like Lou. Uh, Lou was special and, and did an amazing job of, of doing so much with so little. And I honestly mean that, yeah. that I... I, I to this day, I just look at the guy and I smile every time I see his picture or I see him in person or whatever. He he was a special guy for sure. By
0: the way, on um, in the break, go to YouTube and search Bob Knight golf uh, Golfing Tips Highlight. You'll thank me <laughs> later. It's <That's> the greatest <laughs> video on YouTube. Charlie, help me out. Are we done for this hour? Or do we have a break and are we coming back? All right, <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. Go watch the video. We'll see you on the other side of the break.